Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, You, Us, a well-being podcast. It's another Well-Being Wednesday here at Consumers Energy, and I'm your host, Bill Krieger. Today, my guest is Vanjie Harvey. She's a principal engineer lead here at Consumers Energy. So, Vanjie, if you'd introduce yourself, we'll get the conversation started. All right. So thank you, um, Bill, for inviting me to be on your podcast today. I appreciate the opportunity. My name is Vanjie Harvey, and I am a principal engineer lead within Substation Design at Consumers Energy. All right. So let's talk about that a little bit. Many of our coworkers don't always know what it is we do and how we make a living. So as a principal engineer lead, how do you make a living here at Consumers? So within substation design, I um, oversee the department. And so I am responsible for just setting our um, strategic goals, um, aligning um, the team on projects. We discuss um, projects that are created within SAP. What does they what does it mean? Um, how do we scope out the uh, projects? What uh, barriers we're going to have um, or that we need to overcome in order to be successful with these projects? We also align with our operations team um, on their challenges so that we can incorporate those into the design. And then we just share our story, whether that's with the planning team as far as our status, project managers. We also will share our status um, costs. Uh, we also contract out work uh, within uh, substation design. And so we do oversee that contract work. We also have a major equipment department within our team, which where we order um, large equipment, whether that's transformers, reclosers, uh, cap switchers. And then um, we also have a software team that uh, helps just make some of those human challenges easier with by creating applications to make our work easier. All right. And so you talk about substation design. And uh, again, for people listening out there, uh, could you talk a little bit about what a substation does? Because it really, it's an important part of our distribution system for sure. It is, it really is. And so within our substations, we are able to uh, convert a voltage from one level to another. So we may have a transmission line coming into the substation from ITC METSI at 138,000 volts. And then we're able to lower that to a high voltage distribution um, voltage, whether that's like a 46,000 volts or a distribution level. And then so we can lower that voltage to the various distribution levels that we have on consumers energy system. Well, and so something else that people might not know is that, um, you know, we didn't build our entire system. Some of it was uh, systems that we had accumulated along the way. And I remember from my time in distribution dispatch, that um, the voltages in certain areas can be really different. So it's important to know all that when you're putting these substations together, I would, I would imagine. Um, yes, because we have to order equipment, you know, for those voltages, just to be, make sure that we're able to um, meet the capacity and the demand needs of, the, of that uh, circuit. Yes, and things have come a long way since uh, since I first got here. So I, I have to ask this question. Um, you know, I remember when I was a little kid and thinking about what I wanted to be when I when I grew up. And so I picture little Vanjie Harvey riding her tricycle saying, you know, I want to be a principal engineer lead when I grow up. Is that how that worked? It is not how it worked. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to be an international um, lawyer and I wanted to represent corporations and travel worldwide. And um, throughout my um, 
education, I attempted to learn several languages and I could speak zero. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, so uh, my fallback plan, I realized that I was good in math. And um, so then I decided that I wanted to go into programming and, um, you know, go that route. Um, took my first computer science class and it took me about a week when I one of my programs that I was working on. I had an error and it took me about a week to find where I had two periods next to each other. And I realized that this is not this area or the space for me. And so I decided to go an easy route into electrical engineering. <laughs> okay. It's interesting that you would say electrical engineering was the easy route, but I, I can relate back in my Navy days, I was a computer technician and part of learning to be a computer technician was learning. We had a, 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 a programming section of our, of our coursework and it wasn't a very long section right but i remember exactly what you said like it could be just a misplaced period or an extra number and it throws the whole program off and it, yes. it is not easy to find that problem for sure it is not especially when you're looking at the code or that you know sections of code over and over again that you begin to see what you expect to see versus what's actually there so when did you when did you really recognize like at what point in your life did you really recognize that you were good at math? Um, I don't know when I recognized that I was good at math. I do know that um, growing up, my mother had me participate in DATSEP. That's Detroit area pre-college engineering program. And so I took like a lot of um, extra um, math class, um, science type classes throughout my um, uh throughout elementary and, and middle school. And so I, I did realize that I had a, a knack for it. Um, I know um, probably didn't study as much as I should have in school, but I will always get good grades, but I did have to uh, try harder in like English or, or history. And so I just kind of gravitated more towards the math and science type courses. So you mentioned being uh, part of DAPSA. Uh, so can I safely assume that you went to Detroit Public Schools? Um, yes, I uh, went to Detroit Public Schools, um, Parker Elementary for kindergarten, and then over to George Washington Carver, and then graduated high school at Cass Technical High. Well, in DAPSEP um, is no joke. Like, that is a great program. I've done a little work with them in the past, and uh, just the motivation of, honestly, every single student w just blew me away. Like, usually when you're working with, you know, um, with school kids there's that range from you know not really interested to like really getting it but everyone there was really getting it it was they have a pretty strict program don't they um they do and it was it was a really great program because it allowed me to uh, be introduced to other students outside of my um elementary schools and so it allowed me to see that there's more opportunities and even that you can expand like your knowledge base and, and give you, like you say, that drive or that motivation to do better. Um, so, you know, another question that comes up a lot of times when I when I talk to folks who have been involved in the DAPSUP program, as an example, is, um, you know, how representation really matters, that sometimes it's, it makes it easier if we see people who look like us doing something that we, we're not sure we can do, it might help motivate us. Did you kind of feel that as well as you were going through that? Um, 
I would definitely agree uh, with that. You know, I had the um, opportunity of having an, um, not only within DAPSEP and, and working with that program, but having an aunt that was an engineer. And then my mother was a computer science major um, and watching them go through their programs and seeing that, you know, you can succeed at anything that you put your um, efforts to and you could be successful with hard work. Well, and that, you know, that's another uh, common theme, too, with a lot of successful people is um, parents who are involved or who um, sort of led the way and also um, relatives. So it sounds like you kind of got all of that um, in, in one spot. Was your mom pretty good at helping you uh, anytime you felt like maybe you didn't want to do this, helping you kind of get through that? Uh, absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> so my mom and I, we would fight. Uh, we we're too much alike. And so we would definitely have our, our challenges. But one of the things that she did do was make sure that I had the support that I needed and uh, would get me tutoring if I needed or find one another individual, whether it's in a family or someone within the school system uh, to be able to provide support. And I probably have to... Um, go back on one of my answers and say that I probably started getting interested in math, um, you know, because of my mother. Uh, she was actually going to school at the University of Michigan when I was um, pre, um, about three or four years old, and she would take me to class with her. And, you know, one of her favorite stories is to tell us that one day we were in uh, her calculus class and, and the teacher was presenting and I, you know, raised my hand and asked a question. And so my mom was trying to hush me and tell me to be quiet. And the teacher, you know, encouraged me to ask questions. And she said they were actually relevant to the topic that they were asking. So <laughs> I was probably paying attention without even realizing it and developing my love for math. That's a that's a great story. That's a great story. It's funny because I, you know, as a parent, uh, I feel like I, uh, you know, spent the first part of my kids' lives t teaching them how to walk and talk, and the second half of their lives tell them to sit down and shut up. So, <laughs> so it sounds like the professor was on your side with you know, let's uh, let's get these questions answered. Um, so as you were you know as you were going through school, um, you graduated from CAS. Where did you go from there? So I went to uh, Michigan State University uh, where I got my bachelor's of science in electrical engineering. And I'm currently at Walsh College um, obtaining my master's in business administration. So did you uh, did you go to Michigan State just to aggravate your mom? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not go to aggravate her, but I did follow my sister. Um, that was probably one of the main reasons that um, I chose to go to state. Um, but it was an excellent program. and. Um, a, a really good um, time to develop, you know, my skill set. So, yes, as an engineer. So, so, so it sounds like you had a good experience experience at Michigan State then. I did, and at first I wasn't really sure how it was going to go. I do recall, um, you know, going to my first engineering session where they brought all of the minority engineers together, and they told us to look to the left and to look to the right, and they said one of you will not be here. And I remember we all left that session thinking, like, this is discouraging. And we made a vow, you know, that uh, we're going to assist and help each other and make sure that we all make it through the program. 
And, you know, we did have some of our um, classmates not make it. But one of the things that did come out of that was a strong uh, community of people that work together so that we can each be successful. And when one didn't understand a topic, you know, we would train or tutor the others. And it also helped us learn uh, at the same time. And so uh, to this day, you know, we're still friends and and get together. Well, that's great um, because, you know, those relationships you make during that time are uh, are so important. You know, you, you brought up something. Um, you, you talked about uh, how you all kind of work together to help one another out. Um, I know that uh, when I talk to people, a lot of the times, you know, uh, we're in a place where we're at, but it isn't all just necessarily the magic of what we've done that um, there's always been someone along the way that's helped us out. And so have you had any mentors that, that you can recall that were, you know, that you, that were really help you uh, through a difficult time? Um, yes, I do. I, you know, I have several um, at Consumers Energy. And so when I first came to Consumers Energy, I remember this gentleman um, called me up to his office and um, it was actually uh, Rufus Gladney <laughs> and, um, you know, was asking me about my career. And I was just thinking, like, this carpet's really nice in this office. Um, who is this person? Um, I eventually learned who he was in his role and um, really just him investing in what our desires were, what were our goals for work, um, working with us to ensure that we had uh, the tools needed to be successful. And then um, Rufus. Uh, Gladney along with Frank Johnson and Paulette uh, Boggs would like um, coach us on the side and um, give us like career um, guidance, you know, just to make sure that we're successful. Um, There was a time where also I, um, um, uh, you know, had some difficulty within the workplace. And, you know, we've had, I have had other people like Pam Bowden, you know, step in and be able to provide support and guidance to help me overcome, you know, those challenges within the workplace. And so even today, you know, I think about the uh, individuals that, you know, gave me guidance that allowed me to make mistakes that, you know, coach me so that I could be successful and that I wouldn't be here, you know, without them and, you know, their belief in myself and um, their support. And so that's one of the things that I try to do is give back to other um, employees and to share, you know, um, my losses, you know, the challenges that I've had throughout my career, what I did, what I could have done better uh, to improve that situation. And then, you know, provide like mentor, you know, mentor them so that they can be successful coming along and not necessarily, you know, telling them exactly what it is to do, but allowing them to, you know, make decisions for themselves. And then, you know, if needed, giving them guidance um, to address any issues that they may have in the system, in the um, organization. Well, and you mentioned, uh, I know three out of four of those names are people who I have uh, worked with in the past. And I, I think about, uh, you know, we always want to make it better for the next folks that are coming up after us. And I think about uh, people like Frank Johnson, who started out as this company as a as a meter reader, which a lot of people yes. started out as and became a senior vice president. It was even CEO of like our international work that we were doing many, many years ago. And then Rufus Gladney. And um, I don't know if it's legend or not, but Rufus Gladney started here as as a janitor. Right. Um, yes. And, and I remember him telling stories about having to make sure 
that the carpet when he got done vacuuming the carpet in the in the c-suite at the time that the carpet had all kind of lay the same way and so um when i think about two people who could really mentor me through struggles i i think about those two uh, gentlemen definitely and pam bolden i've worked with uh in the past and i'm still good friends with her and great mentors uh to kind of talk with you and i like what you said there that um you make it a point to help mentor others you know um and, and i think the point i was trying to make is when you see uh, folks like frank johnson and rufus gladney and others that came to this company um in those capacities and when i see that you know you came here um after college with a degree as an engineer um you can just see how you know we've slowly left it better than than uh than we found it yes yes we have and and you and um you know i hope that i contribute to leaving it better than we found it i did participate in uh, or have the opportunity to participate in the engineering entry program where we look to recruit um interns and engineers for the company and really look to find um, qualified engineers to bring into consumers energy and then provide them with like mentorship and career guidance. And so um, hopefully all of those employees, I definitely have faith that they're going to make it better than um, how we found it. <laughs> yes. And in a lot of that through your guidance and in your uh, expertise and kind of selecting the right people for those, for those roles. You know, another thing I find on the podcast is many of the people that I um, talk to, while a lot of them came up through meter reading, a lot of them started out here as interns as well. And that says a lot for, uh, I think, how we treat and mentor and grow our interns that they want to come back and continue to work for us. Yes. Uh, one of the things we tell them is that we're not offering you an internship. We're offering you the start of a career with a great company. And so when uh, we allow or we provide them um tell them about the experiences that they can look forward to having here at Consumers. A lot of them do select to come and work for us. Well, and, a, and another great point that you make too, is when we talk to people, we don't talk about an internship or a job. We talk about a career. You know, I think we're one of the last, one of the last companies where people really come here and they stay. Agreed. Yes. <laughs> it's like, because it truly is a, a great place to work. Well, Vanjie, we are coming up on the end of the podcast but before we go, um, I would just like to ask if there's anything that you would like to leave our listeners with. If there's one thing that I want to leave our listeners with is that um, you are responsible for your own um, career. And, you know, a lot of times we see limits within our life. But if you uh, equip yourself with different skill sets, um, network, um, really become successful at your current role that you're doing, you will find that those limits will be removed and that you have um, an unlimited unlimited number of opportunities to find success here at Consumers Energy or anywhere in your career. And so I just want to encourage people to uh, be brave, to continue um, learning and to uh, to continue working on building relationships because those relationships that we develop um, helps us overcome challenges in the workplace. And then my motto is that um, life is an adventure. And so as you're on this adventure of your career, I just want to encourage you to have fun and make the most of it. Thank you. I love that. Life is definitely adventure. So thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you for taking the time out to come talk. And uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you, and you have a wonderful day.